Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn, the show where every single week we are giving you the opportunity to hear from some of the top celebrities, some of the top athletes, some of the top individuals in the world of business to help you understand the burn that lies inside of you, what truly drives you. Far too many people talk about why and purpose, which is so significant, but if we don't understand that underlying burn, how can we ever reach our true performance? Because it's that burn that lights that why and that purpose on fire. And to talk to us about that burn, I got a friend of mine, Xavier McKinney, and uh, this is going to be a special episode. You know, anytime I've had the opportunity to work with teams, and Xavier knows this, I'm not one of those guys, they're speakers who they'll go speak to 50 teams in a season. I speak with two teams. I got my Kansas State family, my Alabama family, because I'm all about relationships. And I would say from the moment you and I met, Xavier, it was just like we were just buddies. You know, it was like, man, we just had this connection. And, and let me set the table for this because I'm going to make you emotional. We're going to get this started off right. There's <laughs> things that I was – when I had watched you play before I started my work at Bama a few years ago, fast, physical, violent nasty but then you meet Xavier and he's got this big old smile loves his teammates just a special guy you know that's willing to do the work and so excited for you to now be entering this journey into the NFL the 36th pick with the New York Giants but you you know how I roll I go right to the heart and that's part of the Bama way and so here's where I want to take you when you got drafted, and I shared this with you guys the first time I spoke, I said, I'm an emotional dude. I cried in yeah. front of the whole team. They're probably like, what's up with this guy? But yeah. it's because we're, we're real. That's what makes us who we are. And when you got drafted, when you hung up that phone with the Giants organization, you got emotional. And, uh, man, it makes me emotional thinking about it because I know, like, conversations we've had and how hard I see you guys work and having dreams growing up in Roswell, Georgia, to then wind it up in Bama. It's like, take me to that moment. You, your, your head is in your hands. It was emotional. Don't be mad at me for taking you here. But yeah. uh, it was emotional, man. I'm, I'm just so proud of you. But what were you thinking? Like, you were emotional, man. Yeah, man. First of all, uh, you know, I appreciate you for having me on the show. Um, and yeah, back, just back to that moment. Um, you know, it was a lot of stuff. Honestly, it was a lot of stuff that was going through my mind. Uh, you know, the first day, uh, you know, I was, of course, I was thinking, everybody else was thinking, uh, you know, that I was going in the first round. Um, and, you know, as I was just sitting, uh, you know, kind of just watching the draft and, uh, you know, not seeing my name called and just continuous, continuing to, to, to look and, and seeing that, you know, nobody picked me up. Uh, so, you know, as the picks went by, I was more frustrated. Um, and, you know, I was, you know, by the end of that day, I still wasn't picked up um, or drafted. And, you know, that really, um, that, 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 like, I felt like it was like a pain in my heart um, just yeah. because I, 
uh, you know, how hard I had worked. Um, you know, I knew how hard I had played. Um, and I knew how much I, you know, how much I did and, you know, how much I was worth. Um, and just to see, you know, all those teams pass me up uh, was, you know, like a slap in the face for me. Uh, I felt it was really disrespectful. Um, and, you know, like I said, that, that is be something that, you know, will forever, uh, you know, be in my heart, that'll forever be a chip on my shoulder. Um, so after, after that night, uh, you know, it was a real emotional night for me. Um, because, you know, that was always like one of my biggest, biggest goals, my biggest dreams was to be drafted in that first round. Uh, and it didn't happen. Um, but, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, and so after that first night, I was really emotional. And then the next day, uh, you know, I woke up and, you know, at first I didn't really want anybody to come back uh, because I, you know, I, in a way I felt a little embarrassed. Um, you know, I was hurt. I was still hurt the next day. Um, and I was, I was pretty, I was pretty mad. Um, and actually when I got up that next morning, the first thing I did, I went to my iPad and I can show you, I have, um, like my journal of it somewhere in here, but I got on my iPad and I went to my Bama film and I literally watched all my plays and, you know, I, I literally took notes on. Mm. Uh, what my weaknesses were and like I had, I got like several pages of, of straight film like literally that second day of the draft that morning I was watching film trying to figure out what went wrong where did I you know what I'm saying where did I have weaknesses at game uh to to maybe what what everybody else saw what the coaches saw like to a reason why as if they didn't pick me so um you know I was writing that stuff down and and you know, I was asking myself, uh, you know, you know, what more, like, what more do I need to give? And my, my answer to that question was, uh, there's always more to give. Um, you know, there's always something more to improve on. There's always um, things you can get better at. Um, and, that's, you know, that's, that's always been my main focus. You know, I, I think a lot of people, uh, they kind of always get to that point where they think that, you know, they're, they're doing so much and, and they're providing so much that they start asking themselves, oh, what, what more can I do? I've done everything. Uh, but my answer to that question is there's always more that you can do. Like, that's just how I feel. Um, that's my mindset. So every time that I go out and go out here and work, every time that I go out on the field, every time I go out um, in, in the weight room, every time I go to rehab, uh, you know, I try to get, I try to get 1% better each and every day. Um, that's always been my goal. Uh, you see me practice Alabama and every practice, like my goal is to make sure that I get better every day and to make my teammates better every day. Um, so we can be a successful team. Um, and, and I like to be a successful teammate. So uh, that's something that, you know, I focus on even just in my life, uh, just try to become a better person every day. Um, and then, so when I actually, uh, continuing on with that second day, uh, when when the time got there, you know, I was real nervous because at that point, I wasn't sure when I was going to get drafted. Like, everybody was saying, first, uh, you know, 17 pick, 17 pick. And, you know, things completely, like the draft went completely different than 
you know, what was being like, what, what the mocks and stuff, all that different stuff was. So, um, you know, I wasn't sure that second day where exactly I was going to get picked. Um, so then when I actually got that phone call, uh, you know, like all of that basically just, you know, just came out, um, you know, I, I was relieved in a way, but I was still, uh, you know, I was still hurting because I knew, you know, how many teams passed up on me. Um, you know, I knew how many players went before I did, uh, especially defensive wise. Um, and, you know, all that stuff just kind of, you know, came out. And then also I saw, you know, the emotion of, of my family, of my friends, and uh, just knowing, you know, how much they saw me, uh, how much work they saw me put in day in and day out. Um, and, and just to see, you know, the look on their faces and, and to see how happy they were for me, what, it was just something that, you know, just made me, uh, you know, super emotional, man. And I, I was proud of myself. Um, but I also knew, uh, you know, at the end of that day, um, when I, you know, when I talked to everybody that, that came, you know, I told them you know, it's still going to be a chip on my shoulder. Um, you know, it's still a lot of work to do. Um, you know, I was happy, but, you know, I was not satisfied. And, and you know, that's how I'm going to continue to work and, and continue to move forward because I have, you know, way bigger goals uh, that I've set for myself that I want to make sure that I accomplish on this. So here, here's, here's what I'd share with you. I hope everybody paid attention to the uniqueness of you didn't get what you wanted, what mm -hmm. had been a dream for so long. And the next day, this is what I love about you. You took personal responsibility to say, what part of that situation was on me? Yeah. And you broke down game film. You identified areas, and it got you to be hungry. I hope everybody's paying attention because that is not a football lesson. That is a life lesson, and that's mm -hmm. what makes you special. That's yeah. what's going to make you incredible in the league is that constant desire to want to get better. So – Help me understand this and help everybody understand, where does that type of mindset, you know, I call it the burn, as I've shared with you guys for years now. What is that burn for you? Because I know you're fueled by the burn, because when that 50, there it, it is. Here that's it is. amazing. This is all the stuff. It's just, it's like pages, pages of it. It's like a lot of different stuff, man, that I was just. Incredible. Yeah, See, so like, you have to have a burn, and like the burn to say, I want to get 1% better. It's like. What is that burn for you? Because we know when that 15, which is now going to be number 29, but yeah. when, that, when that 15 hits you, you are going to feel it. So what is, what is the fuel for you? Because so many times you've heard me say what we do today manufactures everything we want in the future. And when you have somebody that works as hard as you do, you manufacture being a second-round draft pick. You manufacture you will be all pro. You will put together an opportunity to make a run towards a Hall of Fame career with the talent that you have and how you hit and how you see the field. So mm -hmm. what, what is that burn for you, X-Man? Um, that, that burn for me, man, um, I want to be great. And, like, all my life, you know, I've strived to be a great player, a great football player, a great person. Um, so <clears throat> a lot of people, you know, I, are, are motivated by, you know, a lot of different things and uh, stuff of that nature. Uh, but for me, you know, I've always been a self-motivated type of guy. Um, you know, I, I like the, I like challenges. I like stuff that's hard. I, I don't like to have stuff easy. 
Um, you know, I like to, to, to challenge myself and to, to push myself and see how far, you know, I can, I can go and, and see how far I push myself uh, to, to make it to that next level. So, um, you know, that's something that, 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 you know, that's a fuel that burns inside of me. Um, and, and that's something that's, you know, I, I've been like that my whole life, like literally. And I think, uh, actually, when I got to Bama, it's crazy because, um, you know, actually playing, uh, and a lot of people, uh, you know, might feel differently uh, just about playing at Bama. Um, but, you know, for me, uh, the reason, a big reason why, you know, I went to Alabama was because of uh, Coach Saban. Um, you know, he was somebody uh, that, that really, truly pushed me um, and, and truly, you know, uh, wanted me to get better. He wanted me to succeed. Um, and so, you know, once I realized that, once I got over the, oh, he's just trying to, you know, he's just trying to run us into the ground or he's just trying to, uh, you know, punish us, blah, blah, blah. Once, once I got past all of that, you know, I realized you know, all the things that, you know, he was doing uh, for not only me, but, you know, for, for our team and for, for the players on our team. So, um, you know, when I was there, I wanted to, I always was self-motivated, but I wanted to be as great, of, as great as a player as he was a coach. Mm. And, you know, that, that was something that, that st stuck with me you know, my whole career there. And that's why, you know, every practice, you can ask any 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 player, any coach, like, I went hard in practice. Yeah, you like, did. <laughs> because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to let him down. You know, I was I played for my teammates. I also played for my coaches. And, you know, I didn't want to let anybody down, whether that was practice, whether that was games. I didn't want anybody to ever tell me that I had bad effort. Um, I didn't want anybody ever to tell me that I didn't finish a play. Um, and, and when I did, and if, if that ever did happen, which, you know, sometimes it happens, I made sure I corrected that. Like after every practice, after every game, uh, uh, you, you know, Coach Scott, uh, Coach Ansley, when he was there, um, after every practice, every game, I was upstairs, like watching film, like trying to, trying to figure out, okay, what did I do? To, what did I do wrong in this practice? Uh, you know, what were my mental errors from this practice? Um, you know, how were my breaks this practice? How can I get better next practice? How was my tackling? You know, and I worked on that stuff consistently every practice. I worked on that stuff consistently every game. So I made sure that I progressively got better every game. And, you know, what I saw for myself, you know, as I watched film, I, prog I progressively got better every single game. Like there was not one game where it was like, okay, he played this game and the next game he played exactly the same. Like it, there was no, I don't think anybody could show me a game where like literally like my game didn't change from the previous game. Um, and that's because I worked on that and, and I put pride into that. Um, and, and like I said, I wanted to make sure I didn't let my coaches down. I didn't let my, my teammates down. So, you know, I always played hard. Uh, no matter you know, no matter what it was, um, so you know I think that's just uh, you know that's something that that you know has that you know that it's part of that burn in me that wants to be great, um, and that's something that fueled me. Yeah, you know, so, 
so oftentimes people tell you how great they want to be and then we go have a little conversation with their action and you realize like you don't really want to be that great yet everything that you're indicating is how you improve you know it's once again whether it's business or sports like go break down your game film figure out the areas to get better don't just focus on the strengths figure out how do i make my strengths stronger and how do i improve in areas where there's opportunity and that's how you improve game over game i also know environment is very important to you so i'm gonna have some fun with this one man i would walk into that training room and you'd be getting taped up and it's like there's like a mural on your back of the best looking tattoos i've ever (laughs) seen in my life so I'm not gonna make you take your shirt off. We'll put some B-roll in because we'll find uh, we'll find some B-roll because I know it's out there because it's been highlighted on news interviews. Yeah. You have the you have the best tattoos in the history of the world. Yeah. Now I, I know I know you love to draw, uh-huh. and I know humble and hungry is important to you. I know writing motivational quotes on your pants. And I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I know it was always my motivational quotes on your pants. You can let everybody know, right? (laughs) But but so for you, like environment, right? Setting the environment, whether it's quotes on your pants, whether it's things that have happened in your life that are now part of you, it's part of what's on your body and your tattoos. How important is environment to you to set that reminder? Because I think I think it's so unique how you approach this. Yeah, man, I, th- man, I think that's it's, it's super important, man. Um, you know, because sometimes uh, as you go and, you know, maybe if things are, are going, you know, great, um, you know, you might forget about the bigger picture. Uh, you may kind of lose sight a little bit or you might kind of lacks off a little bit if, if maybe you're winning a lot or even maybe if you're losing a lot, like you could always lose sight. So for me, um, you know, of course I was always driven and I was always ready to go. Um, but, you know, there were also times where, you know, I didn't feel like practicing. Uh, you know, there were also times where, you know, I was tired that day um, and, and things of that nature. So, you know, what I always did was every practice, you know, I reminded my, I wrote down, especially after my, after the year that we lost to Clips in my sophomore year, after every practice, or every practice on my practice plans, I wrote down 44-16. And that still eats me alive to this day. Like, I'm, so, I'm like so pissed about that damn game because, sorry for the language, but I'm so pissed <laughs> about this game. Um, because it, it 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 meant a lot to me uh, just to get there, um, and and for me, uh, knowing that uh, you know I, I haven't really won any championship game that I've been in, um, and that that's something that also fuels the fire inside of me uh, because my uh, my junior and senior year of my high school career, I see we lost back to back championships. Um, and then, of course, freshman year we won, um, and then sophomore year we we got we we got embarrassed pretty much. Um, but you know, after every practice, I, that's what I wrote on my pants. And you know, during practice, if if I got tired or you know if if I had a if I missed an assignment or missed a tackle, I would look at that and I'll be like, I'll tell myself like, okay, let's go. Like you got to go. Like 
you don't have time to be tired. You don't have time to, to think about you hurting. Like, it's no time for that because the, the more you think about that, the more you, you know, getting your ass whooped. Like, like that's just what happens. Like, you have to keep going. So, for me, I looked at that and, you know, I kept pushing because I was like, I can't let this happen again. Um, I can't let this, you know, I, I can't, I can't let, uh, you know, my team down. I can't, I can't lose. Like, I, I don't want to get embarrassed. Like, I want to win. So my whole thing was, okay, let's go. I'm going to push myself. And then, you know, I push myself, but at the same time, I'm pushing my teammates too, mm. because I to to get to that level that I'm on. Because if we all on that same level, then we're going to be real hard to deal with. Um, so, you know, that was just, you know, sorry. I think that's why, you know, environment's huge for me. Um, you know, and even the people around me, uh, as far as my coaches, man, I had some, I had great coaches. Uh, I think that's something that, um, you know, people don't really, you know, realize. Of course, a lot of people always talk bad about, um, you know, the coaches that we have. But, man, we had great coaches, man. They, they, they pushed us. You know, they, they, you know, they wanted us to get better. And, you know, not only for us, but they wanted to get better. Like, I saw them working, like, trying to get stuff figured out um, as quickly and as best as they could. And, and you know, that was something that, you know, that meant a lot for me because I, I like the coach that, that pushes me. I like the coach that tells me I'm not doing something right. I like the coach that's not always, oh, uh, you're doing everything right. Like, you, you don't have no mental errors. You're good. Like, no, because it's always something that I can do. Like, I'm not always good. And I know that because I watch film. Um, so, you know, they, they made sure they, they did that. And um, that helped me out in a lot of different ways. And that helped uh, our team out in a lot of different ways. And, and you know, we kept growing. And, and, you know, I think that's why now, uh, especially like those younger guys that were coming up, uh, I think they're about to have a hell of a year. Um, you know, I think that that team is going to have a hell of a year, uh, and I think they're they're going to be a they're going to be a really great team. That's that's in my opinion. So, um, you know, environment is is you know, that's something that's, that's very crucial for me, and it's very important. Let's uh let let's leave everybody with this. Um, lots of challenge and adversity. I mean, from from the you know racial injustice going on in the world, which you know, it, it, it's enough of talk. I mean, there's got to be there's got to be just action. There has to be change. To COVID, this is when when you heard your name called. This is not what you anticipated. Mm -hmm. How how are you staying focused? And I, and one of the things I love about you is that you are not a silent voice. You you will be a voice for change. You are going to use your voice for positivity. I love that about you, Xavier. And I know with COVID, like you've shown up and worked out, like what message would you give to that young man, you know, who's watching or that young girl who's watching, who maybe they let the adversity get to them rather than being somebody who takes action the way that you do. What would you, what would you share? Like, how do you approach adversity and challenge in life? I'd love you to leave everybody with, with that lesson. So uh, for me, man, uh, you know, of course I love football. Um, it's something that I've been doing my whole life. I always love it. Um, but I think the, our, our biggest, um, you know, the biggest focus um, should be 
uh, you know, all the injustice that's going around in the world. Um, and I, you know, I've tried to, you know, lock myself in on that to, to make sure that, um, you know, I am, I improve, you know, as a person and, and kind of, uh, being more knowledgeable about, about certain things and also trying to, um, make sure that, you know, I spread, uh, you know, that knowledge around. So, uh, for me, I've actually been doing, um, you know, things with, with you know, the high school kids as far mm. as making sure that they know what's going on around the world uh, so that they're able to, uh, you, know, you know, do the same. So when I, when I spread that, I, I, I do that so, you know, they can do that once they get older. So they know that it's important to, to, to spread that word and to make sure that, um, you know, the injustice, you know, stops. So, um, I think that's the biggest focus right now. Um, and then with COVID, man, I, I think uh, being safe and uh, just making sure that, that your family and yourself is in a good, um, you know, good environment and, and just taking all the precautions to make sure that, um, you know, you don't, you know, uh, catch the virus. Um, and, and, you know, I think those are the two biggest things. But as far as, you know, football-wise for me, um, you know, I'm making sure that, you know, I, I stay healthy. Uh, I'm making sure that, you know, I keep my body up to par as far as uh, doing my workouts, um, making sure I'm eating right. Um, you know, I, I'm ready for, you know, whenever whenever that time comes and, and they uh, proceed to, to call us up and, and get us ready, uh, I'm ready to go. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm finally ready to be a giant man and, and, you know, have fun with all my, all my teammates, all my coaches and, you know, you know, it'd be a fun season. So I'm, I'm ready for the opportunity. Well, you know how I feel about you and, uh, I, I can't wait to watch you cut it loose with that 29, put it on people that they're going to feel it. And uh, it, it's, it's great to, you know, just allow others to hear how you approach, you know, your life because so many people see rings they see success and they're like oh it's just it, it's easy but it, it's not easy always trying to get better and so i'm always in your corner you know anything i can do i'm uh i'll be there for you and i just appreciate you coming on the show and uh you know i got your back much love your way i'm so happy for you yeah i appreciate you for having me on the show man just you know letting me be able to kind of voice you know how i feel about certain things and and uh, just kind of getting into the mind a little bit of, of X. So uh, I appreciate you. And, 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 you know, I got much love for you. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure we'll talk soon. I appreciate it, though. Absolutely. X is out. I'm out. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.